What are you typing so vigorously on? My computer. Okay, well, we're recording. Oh, right now? (laughs) So if you could get your thoughts together, that'd be great. (laughs) Okay, I got it. My bad. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tea with Crema. My name is Chris. I'll be one of your hosts today, and I'm joined by my best friend, Emma. What's up, y'all? We are stepping into our new year vibes, energies, feelings, all the things this year. But before we do, we want to take some time this episode to reflect on our 2021. It's just hard to embrace all the good vibes and energies of a new year without sitting back and reflecting on some things that went well, some things that uh, could have went better, and some things that just went flat out sideways in 2021. Before we begin our episode, Emma, what tea did you bring today? It is not a green tea. New year, new me, y'all. So today I am drinking, it's from Puka, P-U-K-K-A. It's like a whole like tea set that I got for Christmas this year for my friend Rosa. It is an elderberry, and I can't say the second word. I think it's echinacea. (laughs) Echinacea? How do you say that, Christopher? Oh, I've seen that one. It's good for your body. Oh, see, you know, I'm just trying to get my body yaddy yaddy right. So yeah, it has like, Mm -hmm. it's uh, caffeine free and ethically sourced according to this fair for life, fair trade, fair wild. Anyway, so yeah, so it's from pukaherbs.com. If you are interested, it is actually very delicious. I mean, at first when I first tried it, I was like, but it's like, it says it's supposed to be tingly. And then now I finally got used to tingly. So we would it. Okay. What are you drinking today, Christopher? That was probably from the Echinia. I've had that in a tea before, and it, it like it's an acquired taste. I didn't yeah. realize that's what you were drinking. I, now I need to know how to say it. Okay, you go. What are you drinking? Well, today I'm also drinking a tea from the holidays. That was a present. So shout out to my sister, Michaela. She got me a tea from White Cloud World Teas in Austin, mm. and it's a papaya and passion fruit black and green tea. So it just... Honestly, it just mixes a lot of my favorite things. So like the hardiness of a black tea, the light, refreshing green tea with passion fruit, papaya. And this one has sunflower, which is something that's kind of new to me. Hmm. And overall, I just, I really enjoyed this tea. Easy recommendation for sure. Like, definitely would recommend this one to a friend. Actually, sunflower tea is good for weight loss. I remember I did a detox, a very unhealthy one when I was in high school because I needed to fit into my prom dress. And that was one of the things I had to drink was sunflower tea. Oh, and also it's called echinacea. Echinacea, according to Google. Ah, that was close. Not too bad. Also, just want to shout out Reads with Rosa for getting you teas. (laughs) Actual teas. So we're going to keep track this year and see how many teas Emma drinks out of all the episodes. I think last year it was like three. Three. (laughs) Maybe five. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, so... And, like, I think four of them were green tea, like, the same (laughs) brand and everything, so... Okay. Things we're leaving in uh, 2021. (laughs) Emma not drinking tea. On the the tea. On the tea with crema. (laughs) It's official. That's been left in 2021. We are... We're new people, okay? So we're drinking tea on all the episodes this year, you know? 
So speaking of reflecting on 2021, again, that's the purpose of our episode. This is going to be essentially like a part one of our vision board process. So I think overall, we liked doing vision boards, you know, Mm -hmm. TLDR. We liked vision boards from our episode last year and just Mm -hmm. keeping that energy through the year. Mm -hmm. And so I think expanding on it a bit more. So really just being intentional about reflecting over 2021 because we were so intentional in setting intentions Mm -hmm. with 2021. I think it's only fair to reflect. And then that way in our part two, we can actually really be intentional with our goals for 2022 in the creation of our vision boards. Yes. So with that, just starting off on a positive note, because who 2021, <laughs> what a roller coaster for us all. What are some things that you're grateful for? Like, what are some things that you're just like, oh, I am um, 2021 was the year and that really happened for me. Thank you. It was, you know, such a mess of a year from January to June. I was actually reading in my journal and I was like, every single entry was like, this is a mess. I quit. I hate this. Like, why are we still doing this? Um, so I was just not happy. But from July to December, I feel like things have changed a lot. Some things I'm grateful for is definitely like my family. And, you know, Chris being super supportive and Isaac being super supportive of me leaving the country to go teach. You know, everyone was kind of on the fence, like, girl, what you going to (laughs) do? And I was like, I'm (laughs) going to go. And everyone kind of had that same reaction of, are you sure this is what you want to do? So I'm definitely really grateful. I'm grateful for the friends that I've made here that have made the transition so easy because I think had I not had this like group of people and community already in place you know again shout out to rosa like deeply deeply grateful for her and her friendship and for introducing me to like her community i think i'd be a lot more sad being in japan um so definitely grateful for these people that i have in my life super blessed yes who or what are you grateful for in 2021 christopher i think i'm really grateful for a lot of the challenges that I had in 2021 because they turned into some really great opportunities to move forward personally. And I think this was a big move, a big year of transition for me financially and professionally. And so I'm grateful that I was able to take advantage of those opportunities because, you know, sometimes there are opportunities in our lives that we're just not ready for. And Mm -hmm. as a result, they kind of pass us by. I'm grateful to have been in a spot where I was able to accept those opportunities and take advantage of them. And of course, that doesn't happen by myself. That's being able to talk and reflect and troubleshoot and just get ideas, bounce ideas off of people. And so... Super, super grateful, you know, for you for having this podcast and, you know, going through with it the whole time, even the tough times. Shemaine for really going, you know, we were going through transitions together. So her support was super invaluable this year. My mom, obviously, for all of the things and just a lot of my coworkers this year who just We really stuck together Mm. when teaching was and still is very difficult. And so just being able to have those colleagues where we have that community and we're supporting each other in a time that everyone kind of feels like your journal entries. And we all want to say it's a mess and quit every day. (laughs) 
but we don't because we have each other. So that's what I'm grateful for this year. Uh, again, I think that what I'm hearing from both of us is community and it really helped us to overcome some of those hard things. So I can imagine, uh, one of those obstacles that we, we definitely had to overcome was just teaching in a very different setting, a different environment, different circumstances. We were supposed to let that one go. We were supposed to, after that episode, it's done. We are no longer discussing it. That's why I was like, I'm not going to break, I'm not going to spend any time on it. But like, we overcame it. Like, yes, we did it for sure. That was so hard. It was. But were there other things, you know, not that, but other things that you, you feel like you've overcome successfully this year or last year? I think that as much as I like love living in Japan and love getting to do life here, that first two months was so hard. Like that transition was hard. And it wasn't even that it was hard because like, oh, teaching was hard. Like, no, that was the thing that came easy because there was, if there was one thing I knew how to do, it was, I knew how to teach and I knew how to build relationships with kids. But I didn't know that like the process of finding housing was going to be so difficult moving in the middle of a pandemic like in the middle of a state of emergency in tokyo was going to be so difficult like there were so many things other things on the exterior that when i had a school break in october all i could do was literally just sleep because i was exhausted and it was like it's hard living in another place where i don't speak the language and you know again that most of that is on me like should i have been better prepared to move here probably but I think that I think that is one of my goals for the next year. You know, it's like I, I was able to see and reflect on what didn't go well these last five months. And then going into 2022, like that is kind of like at the top of my goals and at the top of the things that I want to accomplish and do better at. <sighs> but yeah, teaching was <laughs> that first six months was a mess. It was a mess. It was a mess. It was a mess. It was a mess. M-E-double-S mess. And I'm so glad. That do you want to, did y'all hear did y'all hear that sigh of relief? Like, <laughs> girl, you unburdened that. Like, it is done. You it are, was. Ooh. It was done. And, you know, there is a part of me that does feel guilt for leaving, leaving the public school system and leaving the states and this, you know, but at the same time, like everyone always says, you got to take care of you too, because the system will not take care of you. So that's definitely real. What, if there was anything, what did 2021 teach you other than resilience? And <laughs> <laughs> resilience and flexibility those are like default answers so as a teacher do not, do not say resilience do not say flexibility do not say patience like, those are standard answers don't do that i think 2021 really taught me that the apocalypse is not for me <laughs> it's just it's not it just between, um, what was that, Snowvid at the beginning of the year? Oh, I forgot and about that! Every time we turned around, there was a new variant of some sort. Like, it was, the apocalypse, it's not for me. I'm checking out when it happens. Like, <laughs> find me in a bunker somewhere, and then let me know when it's done. I'm not doing this. So that's what I learned. 2021 taught me, Chris is not an apocalypse survivor. I don't even have anything good like that. I think 2021 taught me to, like, put myself first. I think there were so many things that were stopping me, 
Like I had always, 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 always wanted to either study abroad or teach abroad after learning about it on YouTube one day. We love YouTube. Um, and I remember like in my second year of teaching, right when our Teach for America contract was about to be done, I was like, oh, I'm going to go teach abroad. And then it was like reading more into it. It's just like wasn't going to be able to happen. And then I was always worried like my parents are getting older. And then I was like, well, you know, like, is this going to delay me wanting to go to back to school and get my PhD or go back to school and get my JD? Like, what is this going to do? And I remember actually I wrote down in the beginning of last year, I wrote down there are three pathways that I can currently go. I was like, and this was before I had even been on Rosa's podcast before any of that, like I had written down in January last year, I was like, pathway one, stay in teaching and get out next year and go on like, and find like a, you know, within education, find a more administrative role. And then I was like, pathway two, leave teaching and go abroad and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, leave. And then pathway three was like, stay in the classroom one more year and start, you know, making moves to exit the classroom and exit education. And so I was like, dang, I was out here like making all these plans, like didn't even have anything in place, but you know, was writing down these plans. So I think that just like says more to manifestation and like writing down and reflecting. And so like, even though I hadn't been actively looking for positions to teach abroad, you know, the position came and it like it happened. And so I really do believe in the power of words. I think that things will come to you and you just need to decide if you want to accept it or let it pass you on by. Do you do you think that you are a different person compared to like last January to now? Absolutely, for sure. And it might not be as dramatic as when you look at yourself 10 years ago, but I truly believe that you are different at different points of your lives. Like you're not really the same person. You can have obviously the same foundational experiences, but where you are in your journey of life impacts so much of who you are. And so I think even in just that one year, I would say at present, I'm a far more patient and flexible person. And I know we said we can't, we couldn't use that as what 2021 taught me, but I don't mean that in like a vague and general sense. Like I would not say that patience or flexibility were natural traits for me before this year. And it took a lot of intentional effort, especially really since entering teaching, developing patience has been something I've really had to work on ultimately because kids do stuff to get on your nerves. (laughs) I've had to get better every year about just like my limit has gotten higher every year. And so I was able to take that patience, that, that flexibility of mind and actually start to apply it to more than just me in front of students teaching. Mm. And I think it's been, it's really positively impacted my relationships overall. Yeah. And even if other people wouldn't agree, it's positively impacted my interpretation and feelings of those relationships. Yeah. So good feelings all around. I definitely feel a little different. We're coming up on five years of knowing each other this year. Oh my God, it's going to be your five-year anniversary soon. But the thing is that you've always been very, like, you understood that that was, like, your your one quality that wasn't, you know, your strong point. But I, I will say that you have become more flexible as, and more, like, patient, especially with other human beings, too. You know, I think that that's been kind of a, has definitely been a growing point. Um, I think for myself... From January 2021 to today, I think that I have definitely 
I think I have changed as well and more in ter- in terms of like taking hold of my life if that makes sense like before I was very like I was passively like like stuff was happening and I was like oh this sucks like there's nothing I can do about it because this sucks and now it's kind of one of those things that as the year went on I was like actually you know what like I can I can change that like I don't have to sit in this and like accept all of this that's happening like I can actively change it and become you know whatever it is that I want to become so I think that that's kind of somewhere that I have definitely changed. I mean, I mean, manifestations are one thing, but again, that's pretty, it's kind of passive. Mm-hmm. It's just, oh, I really, this is going to happen. It's going to happen for me. It's going to happen. But yeah, to be able to like really do the things to make it happen. So, yeah. you know, stepping out of your comfort zone and being a guest on What the Trio, which then led to making your own podcast, which then led to you being requested to be on Reads with Rosa. Yeah. Like that's all, those are active steps, you know, like you're taking charge, like really, really going for it. So it's super exciting to see all that happen. And then to be on this side of just like, she said she was going to teach abroad, but I don't know when. (laughs) Comes back from a podcast, BT Dubs, I have an interview with a job in Japan. So, you know, we out here, it was real. So I know you have, you spoke about this, the community that you're starting to build with Mm. people that you're working with out in Japan. Mm -hmm. So just thinking about all the people that you interacted with and were working with, are there any like relationships that you kind of see from 2021 that you were like, Ooh, that kind of fell off. And like, I need to rekindle that or things that are still kind of like in the beginning stages. And Mm -hmm. you're like, Hmm. I got to pursue and like really actively engage with this right now. I think, you know, one of the hardest things about leaving the States was also, you know, having to leave Isaac too. And, um, you know, we stay in contact every day. Like it's hard being in a long-term relationship, long distance, and also long-term. We've been together for 11 years now. So it's one of those things where we were really intentional before I left that I was like, just because we've been together for so long doesn't mean that we can just like fall off, you know, like go a couple of days and not talking to each other. And so we are very like intentional on that fact of like, no, we like talk to each other every day. You know, anytime that we have any free time, like we're able to talk to each other, kind of always checking in with each other. And so like, going into the latter half of 2021, like, I'm gonna be a wife, y'all. I'm gonna be a wifey up in here. Uh, so I think that that is something that I def- definitely, like, knowing my role is switching. You know, I felt like I wasn't really ever, like, a fiancé because I left a week after <laughs> Isaac proposed. Um, and so, which I don't know, is there a difference in being a girlfriend versus being a fiancé? I don't know. But I do know that, like, you know, Isaac moving here and like us being husband and wife is definitely going to, and I don't necessarily want to say that it's going to change anything, but I think that there's a natural shift when you go from being like partners to being spouses, spouses, you know? So I think that's definitely one of the relationships that I'm most looking forward to like cultivating and making stronger um, is because like Isaac and I have talked about getting married since we were kids and, you know, now we're a little bit closer to 30. (laughs) And getting married so you know we out here um there are definitely like relationships and friendships that i've like started out here that i just like you know it's also hard making friends as adults i think that's also just like real um so yeah i'm not really sure you know and also like making sure that i'm still keeping in contact with people from back home too um and being more intentional about the way that i'm 
in contact with people and, you know, being like, yeah. So I guess like, I guess more of my focus wants to be on like still making sure that I'm maintaining the relationships from back home. Cause you know, I don't know, is Japan going to be the rest of my life? Probably not. Or maybe, I don't know. <laughs> but logistically, like with my life goals and Isaac's life goals, I don't think that it's realistic for us to be here for that long either. Unless, you yeah. know, we became multi-billionaires and wanted to stay here. <laughs> is there any relationships that you would like to strengthen in 2022? I would say I'm still just working on developing high quality friendships. Mm. Not saying the ones that I have currently are not high quality. I just know that sometimes I can like hide behind things or excuses or can like pull away when I feel like I have overconnected or overshared or overinvolved myself with people. And so I just want to be okay with vulnerability and opening up mm. and having those relationships with people that are more than surface level cutesy like oh let's go to a restaurant or small stuff like that like people that i can that feel confident that if something were to happen in their life i would be someone that they could rely on and mm -hmm. vice versa so just something i'm gonna do is just starting to be like super intentional about interactions and relationships with people i like that that's a good one i agree 10 out of 10 would recommend to a friend so this is a three this is a three for what do you need to start doing what do you need to stop doing and what do you need to keep doing okay i will start so something that i need to stop doing is going to bed so late i need to stop getting less than six hours of sleep because then I'm a monster by Friday and that's not fair to my students or myself. I need to start going back to the gym just because that was my outlet and my like happy place. So currently I am looking for a gym, but gyms are also really expensive in Japan. It's like they don't want me to be great. It's fine. <laughs> and something that I need to keep doing in 2022 is reflecting after reading through my journal and like seeing that I was like making these moves and having these thoughts, it has definitely motivated me to like keep going. Cause I'm like, actually this was like super helpful in moving into 2022. So, so keep reflecting, stop sleeping so late, start taking care of my physical health. Look at that. Your turn. Girl. Okay. I am going to keep cooking. I Good love one. it. Yeah. I am going to stop finding excuses to not do stuff. Mm. I love to find a good, like, oh, sorry, I'm busy. But, like, am I really busy? No, I'm just sitting at home watching a movie. I'm just playing my Switch. <laughs> yeah. And I am going to start... I haven't, really, I haven't really figured out, like, what I'm really going to start doing. I guess finding a... I have passion projects. Like, plants are my passion project. I guess I want to find, like, a craft. Oh. Something that, like, is tangible. Like, something I can make or do. Maybe you should get into knitting. That's what I was thinking. Like, I just want to start doing something, like, with my hands that it, like, has a product. You know, like, I play video games, but, like, there's no product of that. <laughs> there could be. We could put you on some live streams. We could get you some money. <laughs> 
I mean, yeah, but I'm not good. Like, I'm not good at video games. I just do them for frenzies. So I think I just want to, like, really find an outlet, like a creative outlet that has a product. So that's what I'm going to do. You know, now we have our start, stop, keep. Mm -hmm. How can you keep getting better than at least 1% every day? I am starting my high intensity intervals training. Get it, hit training. Get it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I go, like, when I would go to the gym, all I would do is get on the elliptical because, like, I just don't really like all of the machines that are there. (laughs) (laughs) They're really confusing and intimidating. I went to Planet Fitness for the longest time. Probably, like, the most user-friendly beginner-friendly gym, and was still just be like, would look at the weights and stuff, and I was like, oh, look at the elliptical, and I would just get on it every day, <laughs> forever. And so, like, the the gym in my apartment that I've started to go to was like, oh, look, the elliptical, and, like, got on that instead. <laughs> and so I'm just going to be a bit more working on, like, all of the things mm. and not just the cardio. So that high intensity interval training, cause it just, it's a full body thing. So it's a little bit of abs, it's a little bit of legs, it's a little bit of arm, it's a little bit of glutes. Yeah. So, which you were so good at CrossFit. So like CrossFit is hit workouts every day, you know, like you were doing the things, you know, I'm glad that you're tapping into that skill because I know that you found success with the elliptical when you like were in college. So I think that that's kind of why you kind of leaned on it too. It was comforting. You knew that it works. Like it's a, tried and true method. So that's awesome. Okay. 1% for me to get better every day. Oh, you know what? As you said, meal prep, I thought of the same thing too. I was like, oh, you know what? I need to stop eating out. In Japan, it's actually a lot more affordable to eat out than it is to cook your own food. Um, Just because fresh produce is really expensive. And a lot of times like in the bento boxes, you'll still get like fresh you know like greens and um, like pickled things and so it tends to be a lot more affordable and a lot more nutritious than so but I do I do have the means to afford you know like fresh produce and stuff like that so I think that's something that I definitely want to start doing is eating more at home uh, and not relying on going out especially because I know once Isaac gets here like I'm about to cut back on some habits (laughs) So might as well start now. Do you have any last thoughts about 2021? As crazy as it was for a lot of people, I did not hate it. Yeah, it wasn't that bad, honestly. Like, it was bad. Those That January to June was, was bad. I would give that an F. But July to December, solid. It was a solid choice. Like, it really worked out. Like, overall. Yeah. It worked out. And you had so many highs of last year, too. You know, like... Your teacher of the year and you got out of teaching and you're, you know, now in a new position. Like there were a lot of things that went well, I think. Got out of debt. Yeah. 2021, what is your final rating, A through F? I would say like mine, honestly, was like a B plus A minus. Oh, I was about to say the same thing. Like it's like teetering. It's like 89.9%. So am I going to round it up to a A minus or are they going to stay a B plus? I don't know. It could also be because you're asking me now and not in June. Oh, facts. Yeah. Because again, <laughs> teacher's, teacher's year is a different, yeah. It's, Had you asked me in June, I'd have been like, that was a C minus. <laughs> I think in June, we actually did do a, and I think we both we gave it a D. Did. I think we both gave it a D. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, you know, it improved overall. Like in yes. the end, it really, it came through in the second half. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. And in true fashion, we are going to end our show with a rapid fire question. Bum, 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 bum. 
Woohoo! Do you have a question? Because I have a question. Go for it. I'll ask it. You'll probably need to think about it, and then we'll probably need to circle back to it. Okay. But my question is, what is your favorite underrated movie? Like, a movie that you really like, and other people are like, that's a really dumb movie. I don't understand. (laughs) Okay, yeah, we'll have to come back to that one, because I have to think about that. I think most of the movies I do like are underrated, but that is what it is. Okay, so while I'm thinking about that, if money were no object, and you were guaranteed to be successful... What would mm-hmm. you do as your career? Cooking. Like a chef? Like what kind? Like what kind of cooking? That's not a career. Really, cooking is not a I career. First of all. <laughs> That's a thing that you all. do as a person. So what are, what are you doing? <laughs> do you not come from my skill set? <laughs> Rude. I don't know. I think I just enjoy cooking for other people. I don't think I could ever do like big mainstream like Ba 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 restaurant. Uh I think I would like mom and pop. Like it's kind of small, so you're never in a rush. Yeah. Because I like to just like I like to cook. You know what I mean? Mm. And also like a smaller joint where it's like today I'm making this and this is what I'm making. Like yeah. that's very fresh a daily special you. almost. You know, like whatever's mm. fresh at the grocery store. That's what you're making for the day. Exactly. If I could do anything as a career, and when I first saw this question, I was like. Does stay-at-home wife count? But no, it doesn't count as a career. Um, It might. I don't know. Um, Maybe not wife. Like, mother, yes. Oh, no, no, no. No children. Just wife. (laughs) Oh, nah. That doesn't count. That's just like... That's just like me saying cooking. Like... (laughs) That's just a thing that you do. That's not a career. Okay. Um, If I could do anything... I think I would honestly, like, enjoy being, like, a content creator. Like, if that's all I had to do was, like, create content, you know, like, I love reading those infographics on Instagram. Like, I would love to be, like, a social media manager for, you know, the CDC. A podcast? You know, a podcast, I guess. But it's, like, (laughs) it's hard for us because we have so many other things going on. Like, if I could dedicate all my time to doing our social media, like, I think that would bring me so much joy. Is that a very, like, 21st century answer? Yes, because... You know, well, obviously, like, what answer were we going to do? I guess that could be our next rapid fire question. Like, yeah. money was no object and it was the 12th century. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be a bar wench. <laughs> I'd, be head, I'd be head wench. <laughs> I'd be the best peasant ever. <laughs> no, you know what? Actually, I take that back. I take it back. I take it back. I think if I could do anything as a career and I'd be, like, guaranteed success, it would be, like, a farmer. Like, I think there's nothing... I think there's no harder working person as a farmer or, like, people who have to take care of a farm with, like, animals and plants and things like that. So I think I'd want to do something like that. Wow. So coming back to your underrated movie. Mine league- is... Oh, go, go for it. What's yours? Oscar. A League of Their Own is not underrated. Did you even know what it was before we had watched it? We watched it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it on Amazon Prime so we could watch it. What is it? I don't remember. Exactly. It's underrated with Gina Davis. It's a baseball movie. <laughs> the women play baseball. Wait, what's a baseball movie? Yeah, the women play baseball when the men go off to World War II. Is this from 1992? Yeah, so Gina Girl, Davis. I did not. Uh-uh, I didn't watch this movie. I don't yeah, know what you probably about. didn't watch it because you were on your phone the whole time. <laughs> First of all, this movie is not underrated. It has an approval rating of 79%. So Exactly. So it's underrated because no one watches it. I think what I think of when I think of underrated, it's like underrecognized. I think that's what I'm thinking. Mm, maybe that. But it's also from 1992. So Okay, what's yours? Why. 
Mine is Mad Money with Katie Holmes and Queen Latifah. It's about them robbing the Federal Reserve. <laughs> See, truly underrated movie. It has a 22% approval rate. Oh, I don't think that that's like, what I would think of as underrated. I was thinking, yeah, I think we had two different definitions. Mad Money? I don't think I, I, why does that sound like bringing down the house? But now Queen Latifah is robbing the Federal Reserve. Why is she gonna be robbing things? You know, there's that other she, movie that she robs yes. things in. Do you know what you're not talking mm-hmm. about? The one that she dies at the yes. end? Yeah. Why is she, why did they put her like that? Why did they do the queen like that? I never watched that movie, but I did see her death at the end specifically. Like, I watched that part of the movie. It wasn't on purpose. I just like, caught it and I was like, it's called Set It Off, BT Dubs, the movie. Yes, she Set It Off, mm-hmm. yes. It's okay. Yeah, now I'm gonna it. have to. Now I'm gonna have to look up like what is some underrated movies that I like. It's okay. Try again next time. Yeah, I'll try again mm. next time. Woohoo! Where can people find the podcast? You can find our podcast on Instagram and Twitter at the Tea with Crema. If I were better at social media, I definitely would be on at the Tea with Crema. Sorry, guys. You can also find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else that you can stream your podcasts. We are also on Venmo if you'd like to buy us a cup of tea and. That's all, folks. Hope to see you next time. Bye.